And what's up, hockey fans? And welcome to episode number 54 of Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Oh, man, we got a great show lined up for you guys today. Uh, first of all, we are recording here on December 7th, 2021. And today is the 80th anniversary of the attacks on Pearl Harbor. And I just want to take this moment to uh, remember all the, the brave men and women who lost their lives that day. And, of course, salute all our, our, our brave Armed Forces members all around the world. Uh, they do a fantastic job. And also, before we get going, I want to give you a quick upstate, uh, update on Dave the Save Warner. Uh, you know, I've been telling you guys he's been really sick. And uh, last week he was really battling hard. Uh, wasn't looking good, but I'll tell you, you know, I think, guys, we, were turn- we turned him into a hockey player. Because the guy's battling back hard, and uh, you know, I actually I got to go talk to him today, and it was it was nice to see him, even though he's not you know, not in the best of condition, but he he's getting there, guys, and I, and I think you know, eventually someday he'll be back. So, you know, just keep him in your thoughts and go, Dave, to save. Go All right, Dave. so we have got a fantastic show lined up for you. This, the, our guest, we just love having him on, and he's great. But uh, before we bring him in, I'm going to bring in, of course, our panel. Uh, coming to us live via satellite, looks like from his basement, it is the professor, <laughs> Jeremy Roberts. Hey, What's up, bud? I call it my locker room, but all right. Oh, like, well, locker room, basement, whatever. <laughs> hey, happy belated you know? birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, I'm a young, young age of 35. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I just got out of high school. Yeah, sure. Plus eight. See? <laughs> <laughs> plus eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I can't. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. we're live, so I can't really say much more after that. But thanks, Don. I don't know. I'm okay. guessing, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that other voice you heard is, of course, the Macho Dom, Dom Real. What's going What's on? What's going man? on? Yeah. Excited to be here. Getting to talk a little Pioneers hockey after enjoying the Teddy Bear Toss this weekend. Was, That's uh, right. It was you know, a great looking weekend. Looking forward to too. that. It Absolutely. Really was. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyways, that's going to segue us into our guest this week. I think this is like his third or fourth time being on this show. This guy is just fantastic. Uh, every time we ask him, he's on, and he's just a, a great guy. He's Utica's most sought-out guest. He is, yeah, he is Utica's biggest hockey celebrity. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> he is the head coach of the third-ranked Utica Pioneers men's hockey team. He is the one. He is the only. Coach Gary Heaton. Coach, how are you? Guys, what's happening? Oh, man, not too much. You guys had a big weekend. And uh, before we get going with that, though, I, I got one. Uh, I got a message to pass along. <laughs> so I was talking with uh, Rain Man and Michael Lear yesterday. And uh, I told them you were coming on our show. And they asked me to say hi to the brain. The brain, yeah. They, they said that you, you know what they're talking about. So well, if you I could fill us in, that'd be great. Yeah, Bobby the Brain, my, one of my uncles who was a famous WWF at the time. Now yeah. WWE wrestler. So, yeah, Bobby wait, the Brain. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Brain. Yeah, for sure. No kidding. Wow, you know, I did your not uncle? know that. Yeah, we were all showmen, so that's where it comes into play. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. He was like, I'm not growing up. Yeah, he's a, he was a clown. He was the only guy that wasn't ripped on the TV <laughs> at that time. So, but he didn't need to be. He was the brain. Well, that's where I come in. <laughs> I'm also the other guy who wasn't ripped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is great. Well, hey, you know what? You learn something new every day. That yeah. Very yeah, cool. For you sure. Follow us on or well, I used to. I used to be a diehard. I went to the Maple Leaf Gardens uh when I was a young kid. I used to have all the little figurines of Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho and 
the Pied Pipe, uh, Rodney, Rowdy, Roddy Piper, the Iron Sheik. And so, yeah, you can tell I was a wrestling fan. That's awesome. Well, you know, it's called Dom the Macho Dom. You know, the first time he was on as a co-host. That's when he had his Macho Man glasses and his shirt. <laughs> sure. I was hoping he's going to roll up the sleeves. We can see that he's the ripped guy. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to break it out, break out yeah. the Halloween costume sometime. You know, you know, Coach, with Dom around, the sun doesn't need to be out for the guns to be out. You know what I mean? That's, that's, oh, yeah. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Put a lot of pressure on me. We're live here, Scott. What are you doing? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, anyways, Coach, you guys are having a great season so far. Uh, you got a nine and two overall mark with us. Perfect, seven and zero in the UCHC. So, uh, just a quick overview of your thoughts on the season so far. Uh, I, I think the group could be more consistent. We seem to want to show up when we want to. So, I, you know, I if you talk to any of the guys, I've been really hard on this team because I think the sky's the limit. I think this is a championship team if if we want to perform, and, and it is a choice. I think it's a choice. Um, and we've chosen to just kind of go through the motions at times. So um, that's a coach's job to try and squeeze that out of them, and, and we're trying. Um, so at 9-2, and two, are we happy? We're okay. Could we be 11-0? and 0? I think we could. So that's where, you know, the kids aren't getting many presents this Christmas season <laughs> in my house. Uh, I'm still a little grumpy. Uh, the guys will tell you that, but um, – you know, the potential's there, so that's why we're excited. I mean, I tell you, you know, the only two losses that you have are to the number one ranked and the number two ranked team in the nation. Yeah, but if we want to be number one, you got to beat those teams. And um, I do think um, we played both We played both good games that week, those two games. Uh, we deserve a better state, to be honest with you. It's, it's the games like this Friday. We beat Wilkes 3-2. I thought we were terrible. They were absolutely awful. And it might be that we were looking forward to the teddy bear toss, but there's no excuse there. Um, so we kind of lived through that game. And uh, and that's where, you know, the little bit of disappointment comes in. So, you know, we're trying to squeeze these guys because I do think we're a talented group. We've got uh, really good character. But these guys got to show up every single day. And that's what we're, uh, that's what we're preaching right now. Fair enough. Fair nice, enough. Nice. You know, yeah. you t- coach, you're talking about the special group you got, and uh, there's there's three names. Obviously, the team is is great to watch live. You know, there's not like really one single kid you could really single out to say like you know he's out there and he's the one. Like you know, like the Roman Amarato or a Burmaster. You know, like in years past. But you know, like I, there's three guys that stick out as the um is Holland, Allen, and uh, Dixon, and those three guys. I mean, do you agree that those three guys are? are at the top of their game right now? Yeah, I think Dixon, um, you know, we started a kid that we brought in as a transfer, and um, and Dixon was patient. He got his opportunity, and he's absolutely running with the ball right now. So hats off to him. He's been solid. Against Wilkes, again, we're a little flat. We, we, we took a penalty late. We had a chance to give it up, and he made two huge saves in the last minute to preserve that win. Holly, I, I – you know, I'll, I'll tip my own cap. I predicted on live TV that, that he would score the Teddy Bird toss goal because yeah. he's just been flying. And, yeah. Uh, and he's getting those breakaway opportunities because he's flying. He's reading situations to stretch the ice. So, so he's been awesome. Allen's been good. Um, consistent up until this last weekend. A little disappointed in his play, but uh, he's a special performer. He's certainly got the feet, the hands, um, the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to be, I think, his potential to be one of the special players here. 
but we're going to keep squeezing him because I think he's got a lot more to give. Yeah. But to your point, um, this team is much more by committee. I love the way Buster's playing. I love the way Zapata's playing. Um, Everson seems to be snake bit. Busel is just Johnny Workhard. Um, I think this is there's a lot of depth in this lineup. And who have we not talked about but our three leading scorers? Right. Davidov, Makovic, and right. Austin. Right. Um, you know, the Hampton Whalen crew who's been been on fire, all three of them. Um, so it's it is by committee. And uh, that's why I think this team has tremendous potential. And uh, we'll keep squeezing them to try and hopefully get the most out of this group. Nice. No, that that's fantastic. And, and you know, uh, it, you did mention that, you know, you, you were you're disappointed in losing to number one or number two, of course. But what so far, what have been the biggest challenges of the season, be it? opponent-wise or maybe just like you had mentioned consistency is that fair to say or i just think you know the issues here are always like we get everybody's best so they come into the odd the place is packed and everybody's charged up to get in here and we might get an opponent that on paper is kind of ho-hum and so our guys are kind of like holy crap okay let's go like this is just another night and and that's what you battle here and that's not an excuse that's what we tell the guys like Get your crap together. Like you guys got to perform at your best every single night. And people pay money, you know, hard earned money in this city to come watch you play. And uh, it's a privilege to play here. So the consistency piece is definitely the number one challenge we have right now. Um, Our conference is what it is. We have no choice there, but our non-conference, we're bringing in the biggest guys we can. And uh, that's what's allowing us to, to bring that strength to schedule number up. So we don't seem to have an issue getting up for those games. Uh, I just want us to play really well against every single team we play. And uh, and it might have played into it this weekend because we played very well against Kings and the Tabor Toss. Um, but we almost blew it against Wilkes when we did not perform very well. Yeah, but I mean, you hit the nail right on the head with the strength of schedule. I mean, you guys, if you, you played what? One, two, three so far ranked teams. You got another one in Curry College when you come back from the break. But I want to talk about the Thanksgiving Showcase for just a minute. Sure. Uh, very entertaining tournament, by the way. Very entertaining. Uh, I will say that that first game against Amherst, I was quite surprised with the way Amherst came out. Uh, I mean, they'd only played like two games to that point, I think. Um, were you expecting that kind of a, a defensive battle against uh, Amherst? Or? Well, I certainly expect them to be very good. Their coach is, is a legend. I think he's the longest tenure coach in Division Three. Uh, I used to play <laughs> – against Amherst and Hamilton, and he was coaching. Um, and uh, Discipline, they're going to be smart guys, NESCAC guys, um, and, and they're going to be fired up to be what we were at the time, whatever, number two at the time. So right. you know you're going to get me in for it. And those guys were like little rabid dogs, just gnawing on our heels the whole night and would not shake them loose. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though we, we carried the play, it was a very, very tight checking game. And I just think, again, we lost, we didn't have our edge there. We we kind of assumed we would beat in Amherst for the reasons that you listed. Um, and we're looking forward to getting that opportunity to play number one, Geneseo. And so it gets always get back to that mentality that I didn't love our mentality. I, you know, you got to show up every single day in college hockey. And, and Amherst is a good enough, hardworking, smart team, uh, well coached that they could have well beat us that night. And we we're lucky to get through it. And, and then play a very good game the next night. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jeremy and I were sitting next to each other for the Amherst game, and you know, I was telling him, I mean, this is, it reminds me of watching, like, the old New Jersey Devils or Montreal Canadiens with that trap. 
just so yeah. hard to be yeah. there. You know, yeah. between us and the net. Uh, really good observation. Good game plan by them. They just couldn't solve our goaltender. Yeah, well, I tell you, Dixon was just on fire for that entire tournament, which, you know, leads me right into the next game against Geneseo. I mean, everybody was just so amped for that game. I mean, number one against number two. And it just seemed like you, you guys just could not get a break that game. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, post-game, I'll skip ahead to post-game. I went into our guys who were, were obviously defeated mentally, emotionally, and I said, guys, just pick your heads up. Like, you played a great game. Yeah. Um, and we did. We played really well. I thought we controlled the majority of the play, a slight majority, but it was a majority. Um, and, and we had enough chances. Yeah, we had more greedy chances than them. I, I thought we played well enough to win in a really good, entertaining hockey game with, again, a skilled, proven, well-coached, disciplined team. Uh, and that was a penalty-free game for us. We didn't take a penalty yeah. in that game yeah. with a talented power play. So that's, you know, that's unheard of. So it, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a great crowd. It was very. I thought it, it lived up to the hype. It was one mm-hmm. versus two. Uh, obviously, a one nothing game with a minute and a half to go, um, and and that's fine. We come away with that losing that game. But again, I think if you play well as a coach as a group, you should feel fine, and hopefully, we get an opportunity to play those guys again. Yeah, Geneseo seemed very uh, fast. Very fast. Yeah, we were around well. Up. I mean, we gave them thirteen shots on net. Minus the two empty net shots, yeah, fifteen total. I mean, I don't care who you're playing. If, if you're only going to give up thirteen shots, you should win most of this game. Right. So, right. To their credit, their goaltender was unbelievable. Oh yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. He was player of the tournament, uh, goalie of the tournament. He let one goal in. One in. Yeah. And he, I, uh, I still, he did. I don't think he saw that goal really go by him. I mean, from my vantage point, from where I was, where I was sitting, and I, I saw it, and I mean, I don't think he even saw it. He didn't have a clear view. I think if he saw a clear view of it, he would have stopped it. Yeah, and breaking that goal down, it was it was probably our worst shift of the weekend. We had four turnovers within 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then we did layer up, and we had seniors all layered up, and the, the shots just had eyes. So um, would we like to have that shift back? Of course. Are you going to have one bad shift the game? You're going to. you got to weather those storms. And you know, as I said to our guys, listen, you got to score a win. And that's the bottom right. line. So – we did score, in my opinion. Uh, disallowed goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, in your media circles, this is a rule. You can't criticize refs in your media circles or your suspended. <laughs> so we need to move past this conversation. You can't, but we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the official call on that? Because they did obviously there was – I mean, if they're going to call goaltender interference, we should have had one go to the box. Yeah, well, I think it was an interesting call. They did say it was goaltender interference, which lends itself to, yes. I mean, was there a penalty? And um, there was no penalty. And right. clearly on video, we feel that he was pushed into the goaltender. And it was, I mean, it was a gentle, giant push. It was a nudge. Right. Uh, was the goalie. Well, our guy was Monkovich, well outside the paint. Um, you know, would the rest like to get that one back? I think they would. Um, but that would have tied the game. So who knows after that? Right. So we'll, we'll right. move on. And like I said, Genesis have a great year. They're a great hockey team. We would love that opportunity to play the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I can certainly imagine. And you know what? You will sometime. We got faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, moving right along to the following weekend. Of course, you had the Teddy Bear Toss weekend. Uh, you'd already talked about the Wilkes game, which, you know, you felt you were you didn't play up to your best. Still got the W though, three to win over 
the then number 11th ranked Wilkes University, who somehow moved up to ninth in the new poll, even though they lost. So whatever, that, that is what it is. Uh, both games, though, both the, the Wilkes game and the Kings College game, uh, there was some chippiness in oh, both yeah. of those games. And so just for our listeners who don't know, uh, there it's, you know, if you're used to like watching the comments, you, you see, you know, fights in this and that, you know, you don't think anything of it. Um, on a college level though, is there any, uh, difference as far as like, um, what they, what they want to talk about afterwards, as far as, you know, careful because you're going to get thrown out or whatever. So. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Have we had fights in the past? Have we had a line brawl in the past? Of course we've had many, we've had yeah. fighting majors plenty of times. Does it happen in college hockey? No. Does it, uh, reg- regularly? No. Does it happen? Of course it does. Sure. These guys come from the junior teams where it happens. Uh, but when there's so much at stake, you know, against the Wilkes, um, you know, one of their top guys, an All-American, uh, Donnie Flynn, took a 10 major for being stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of our guys who's been playing really well, Rutkowski on Saturday, took a 10-minute major for just kind of losing his school. And the league will step in and hammer those guys and just to try and keep college hockey clean, which is what they want. You know, to your point, does Wilkes move up in the rankings after a loss? Yeah, because they only lost by a goal and could have beaten number three, in my opinion. So right. they deserve to move up. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying sure. they should. Sure. Um, so I was just surprised. Yeah, that. you know, so I'm fine with that. I mean, people criticize you only lost by a goal, really, to number one, and you slipped to three. Well, we still lost. So you can argue it either way. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think Kings, I was surprised they didn't get more chippy. You know, in an 8 nothing game where we, right. really, we played well. And, again, I I don't know how you're winning eight nothing and you give up two full five on threes. They yeah. go for nine. We went one for two. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. That doesn't happen in hockey. So I don't. <laughs> right. You know, right. I was <laughs> puzzled by some of the calls, and uh, but it is what it is. And we we played well. And we were shorthanded half the game. So yeah. Co- coach in a game like that. You know, you've been doing this for so long. What's your mentality behind the bench? Are you just full gas pedal, full tilt like a Peterbilt, keep piling it on? Or are you kind of more like kind of keep it keep it clean, lay back? Well, we had the luxury of not playing well Friday. So when we played at Kings and the Teddy Bears, and I knew our guys would be up. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable. It's the number one game in Division Three that year, across right. the year, 12 months. So they're going to come all flying, and I wanted to be pedal down because we we sucked the night before. So, right. you know, it's, it, is it pedal down? To your point, 100% pedal down. It's Beautiful. let's score goals. Our power play had been flat the last few games. It came out, went one for one immediately with Buster's big, big ripper there. So mm-hmm. um, it was no mercy there. And, um, you know, the Kings coaches no after mercy. the game, we actually had a beer with those guys, and they were they were very complimentary of us hosting them. And, and it for their young team and their young group, it was an experience that they enjoyed. Um, I can tell you from their gate list, their will call list, it was it was packed from their family and friends, which is awesome, you know. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, and they were, our guys weren't talking crap to their bench. It was just, there wasn't. It wasn't feisty at all. It was just hockey. It yeah. was hockey, exactly. <laughs> and, right, right. Uh, it's hockey. And I thought we played well. And I thought we were sure. gassed down, and we want to get 50 shots. That was our goal. We ended up with 49. And um, kid got peppered back there. And we yeah. move on. So, <laughs> it, uh, but we feel good going to the break, and that's that's the main thing. You want to have confidence moving forward. 
for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, and you, you know, you go into the break with a big win like that, and it, it just feels good all the way around. So I guess that leads us to our next question. Uh, looking ahead to the rest of the schedule, uh, you guys come back from the break and you jump right back into the fire playing number 12 Curry College. And then the following day, you got the local rival, Oswego State. So just your thoughts on the upcoming schedule for the rest of the season. Yeah, and those are, those are trap games. So you can see in college hockey when you come off the Thanksgiving break, there's upsets everywhere that first night. And, and so we're speaking to that as, as, as what we hope is a veteran team. Um, Curry College is, is having an unbelievable year. And what, what your viewers and our fans may not know is we took what was supposed to be their captain this year um, in Mick Curran. So Mick Curran transferred to us for a senior year from Curry College and was voted in their captain. And a uh, really hard decision by him. Um, and so they would like nothing but to shove it up his yoo-hoo and, and mm-hmm. you know, and so it, it's going to be a very emotional game for him. Uh, and I know that he's going to plead his case to our team to say, guys, have my back here. Like, yeah. Make, yeah. 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 Like make this the right decision for me. So there's a lot of emotion that's going to be in that game. And then, you know, of course, we have the luxury of going up to us. We go in an exhibition game and, and beating them. And they're not going to forget that in front of their fans. Right. Um, and those guys are starting to hum right now. I think they won four or five in a row. And they're a big, strong team. And uh, always great games versus Oswego. Um, and I think if you include the exhibitions, our lifetime record is something stupid like Seven wins, seven losses, seven ties. It's going to say it's all tied. I think it's tied across the board. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's just been an awesome, awesome, awesome rivalry. So that weekend is just loaded. Uh, I think both teams will be ranked. And so the NCAA implications on that weekend coming off of three weeks of just guys sitting at (laughs) home and hopefully pleading with them to stay in the gym and on the ice. um, It's huge. Those are, that's a big, big weekend. Uh, that certainly is, and I know uh, I know Jeremy's got a question about some uh, recruits. Yeah, um, obviously, uh, after the game Saturday night, I ran into a couple of them. But was that your bigger um, recruitment weekend? Would it be the Teddy Bear Toss? Yeah, so we're we're trying to be a little patient because we have the opportunity to return a huge group next year. Right. That bonus year really does throw a curveball in what would be a normal recruiting cycle. Mm-hmm. And we like our group. We, you know, we, we like our group. We like our kids. We, we like our talent base, our size. Um, but at the same time, you can't sit still. So it was our first visits of the year. Why wouldn't you bring in guys that you're reaching for? Right. Uh, sure. In the Teddy Bertoss game. So to be honest with you, those four young men that we had there, probably 95% chance that they're going to go to Division One, And it was our chance to say, if they slip, Let's make sure they come to us. Right. Um, and that's where we really focus on, um, you know, it, it is us, Oswego, Adrian, you know, St. Norbert's, Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. We all wrestle each other for that small 5% that slips through the cracks. Right. And uh, I can tell you those those four that were here are they're tweeners, if not Division One players. So we hope we hope they slip. And we hope they had a great time, which we know they did. And yeah, uh, oh yeah, and that resonates in theirs. And one of the moms came, and um, we showcased what we have, which nobody can touch in Division Three. So it was, uh, it was, it, we took advantage of them having a night off in their junior hockey league schedule. 
Nice. Yeah, they were. They seemed like they were really good, down to earth kids, and they uh, they really did enjoy themselves. You know, I you know, like I said, I I spoke to a couple of them, and you know, they had a blast, and they they honestly said they're like, this is incredible for a Division three hockey program to have this. In so, our evaluation, like we we've watched these kids, you know, they play 18, 19, 20 year old year, and um, there's a D man six three point per game guy in Canada, and we already know we like him. Like, yeah. What am I doing tomorrow night? I'm driving to Ottawa. I'm back. Why? To just kiss his, you know what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show face. It's not an evaluation. It's to sit next to mom and buy her a coffee at intermission. And say, right. How was your trip down? So right. That's the recruiting piece that uh, people probably don't recognize. That it's not. It's not so much the evaluation. It's selling yourself now after the fact. Right. Right. Absolutely. And right. hey, while, while you're out there, are your Leafs in town by chance or? I wish they were, but uh, <laughs> seven o'clock games too, so it'll be uh, yeah up and back. And of course, you got like I'm just doing an app before I get on with you guys. I got to fill an app and I got a COVID test today. I got to <laughs> my passport in. I got to relentless all the booze. I'm going to try and sneak in and out of the country. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, yeah. fortunately for me, Phil Boots, who was a pretty good player for us, he's one of those border cops, so. He'll keep an eye on me. Yeah, oh, I didn't know go. that. I didn't know he was a border guy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, man, that is nice. great. That is awesome. Well, listen, we just got one more real quick question here before we uh, let you go into it. You're busy. You got got a big trip to get ready for. But uh, number one, since the last time we, we talked, you've won your 300th game, so which we congratulate you on that. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Outstanding achievement. It really is. And and then after that, you passed your uh, your old coach, uh, Coach Phil Grady from Hamilton College. So uh, – how did that feel? And did you, uh, did you have to talk to him afterwards or? Yeah. So it's, it, it on, honest to God, like it's, it might, uh, it wasn't on my mind until they, they announced it. And then I kind of caught it as I was walking up the ice and then our staff did a great thing and named me one of the stars. First star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was totally unexpected. And so I was, it was kind of cool experience. And did Phil, of course, Phil reached out and, and uh, we remained family. I mean, Phil great yeah. hired close and I, I've learned most of my stuff from him. So we're, we're, we're very good, close family friends. And, uh, you know, as I've said to a ton of alumni and sponsors that reached out after that is 320 is the number to celebrate this year. Cause I think right. 320 is the NCA number. So whatever we were at that time, let's say we were three and all at the time or whatever. I think, I think if I get to 320, you and I will be talking late March. All right. <laughs> So let's forget 300. It's a yep. nice little thing, yep. but let's celebrate 320. And yep. uh, if there's 320, you guys are talking in March. I expect us all to have a mug of beer on this thing. And Absolutely. We'll just... Absolutely. Hey, you know what? Why don't we do it on location? We'll pick a bar somewhere or maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe some of that, that boot you sneak back across yeah. the border, you know? So, uh, so mark my words on that one. That uh, I appreciate you reach, but mentioning that, but let's, let's do 320. Yeah, let's go. It's a deal. Yeah. It's yeah. a deal, but it's, Still a heck of an achievement, nonetheless. So, uh, so coach, we'll let you get out of here because, like I said, I know you got a you got a big trip to plan. But uh, we want to thank you once again for just always coming on whenever we ask you. You're, you're a great sport about it. Uh, we want to wish you and your family happy holidays. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Got the hey, you look break. awesome. Thanks very much for giving us some uh, some love here, guys, and uh, look forward to doing it again. Happy holidays. Absolutely, you too. Thanks, Old Leaf Skull. Have a safe trip. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. All right. Good night. Coach Gary Heenan, you know, I tell you, just when I think I can't like the guy anymore, 
all time legendary you know i mean i started i'm sitting here in my head i'm going bobby the brain heenan holy cow yeah <laughs> what <laughs> i had no idea that's insane you know when they said the last night i was like okay the brain i'm like okay maybe they just call him the brain because you know this similar last name i had no right. idea the guy was related no no neither did i yeah i, mean, I thought you, know, you were going do, with like a hockey mind iq kind of thing do they know yeah. obviously they gotta know that he's related right apparently that's now, now awesome. I got to text him and say, "Hey, you didn't." You... <laughs> that's that's <laughs> incredible. That was awesome. I, I, absolutely awesome. Uh, you, you know, seriously, Bobby the Brain. He, I loved him when I was growing up. I know he was, he was, was supposed I to be a heel. I was. I was more of like the Jimmy, the Jimmy the Mouth of South. I was. That was he, that guy. He yeah. did the best, like just ridiculous heelish stuff. Yeah. Yes. Like, like when Shawn Michaels super kicked Marty Jannetty. <laughs> what a coward trying to jump through the window, Jannetty. That's just amazing. Just unbelievable heelish stuff. It's perfect. I used to oh. love when you see a toss around the ring, just the incredible bumps he would take. Yeah, yeah just all time <laughs> legendary. Unbelievable. Oh man. You know, now that I think about it, I should have asked Coach if there was anybody on the team who thinks they're ravishing Rick Rude. You know. <laughs> There, um, I'm telling you, it's going to be Zapata or it's going to be, or it's going to be Del Monte. I'm telling you right now, just by the way, just by the way they look. Yeah. Pretty boy. Uh, next time we got to save that for next time yeah oh, that's awesome yeah i'm sure uh, that's a topic you'd love to get into yeah right <laughs> it's like you know it's funny you mentioned that i've been thinking about this <laughs> yeah he'll be thinking about it all the way to ottawa now right yeah great that's awesome dude seriously though it's something that goes unnoticed obviously there's so much love for him in the fan base but just what a hard-working guy unbelievable oh, yeah, you know, yeah just second to none it's gonna and be funny like i'm sure there's gonna be like comments or people are there watching they're like well wait a minute they did win this weekend, right? Like I know, but that's Gary's. That's Gary's drive. Paddled out, like you know what I mean. Like Full it was tilt, like, like a we were, we were sitting there watching the teddy bear toss game, and you still saw him, you know, gnawing on his gum, chirping at his guys, <laughs> like you know, like getting on them, and we're up yeah. seven nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's still like go 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 go. Don't let up. Yeah, like I want perfection, and like you know, there's no such thing as perfection, but he wants to get the closest to it at all times. Absolutely. Sure, hallmark of a great coach. Yeah, yeah absolutely. More like Gary Gas Pedal Heenan. Forget the yeah. brain. Ooh, hey, Ooh, Gary I like that. Hey. Ooh. there you go. I like that. Gary that that might pedal. that might stick right there. Gary Gas Pedal Heenan, dude, because he's all out, man. I love it. It's terrific. Oh yeah, yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, all but right. he uh, he was excited to come back on and. uh you know, when I left him Saturday night, he's like, he goes, hey, we got to get back on. It's, it's midway point. And I'm like, I go, all right, absolutely. So. Well, it works out perfectly, really. Yeah, it does. So it, yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, he's um, always a good guest. He's very yeah. prepared with his answers. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And it's always unique, too. There's just, there is no such thing as a cookie cutter answer. No, never, 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 never. Oh, my God. Never. Some of these guys are just boring. He just goes. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's just wind them up and let them go. Yeah. Yep. Love it. It's the broadcaster uh, in him. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he was awesome. Did you watch it at the last time he was on? It was like what, what last week? Last Wednesday. Yeah. Was it he Wednesday? Was, uh, Wednesday. He was talking about the uh, the chicken tenders on the microphone. How it was, it was underneath the schnoz. He said because the Sestitos were there. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm like, yeah, I ju- you know, I I, I should like... have known right then and there he was related to Bobby the Brain. <laughs> was that a ho- that was a home game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, I, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it was. Shout out that by the way, uh, friend of the show, Mark Myers was Mark there. Myers. Ran yeah. Mark, yeah, Mark was there. Yep. Had some he good was. minutes with him. Introduced him to one of my buddies. It was the first time he's ever been to a hockey game. And introduced the guy to a pro hockey player. He's never going to be able to top that for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> no point of going ever again. That's all. Yep, no, that's it. no. Oh, you mean they're no. not all like this? No, no. Uh, yeah, no. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. All right. Well, let's uh, let's shift gears here. First of all, let's get breakaway trivia out of the way. How's that sound? Got a good one for you guys this week. Sorry. <sighs> Before I start, as you guys know, breakaway trivia is brought to you by Jimmy the Iceman McNeil's children's book, The Red and White Zamboni Ice Machine. He's prepared, Dom. He's prepared. I gotta get this one. time. I remembered it. I remembered it. <laughs> Christmas is coming. So if you got any children in your life that like books, email Jimmy at Mac underscore Iceman at hotmail.com. And he will arrange to get you a copy of the book. So the breakaway trivia question this week is what team holds the NHL record for most penalties in minutes for an entire season team, not player. And it is not who you're thinking. Oh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's not who you're thinking. Wait, but who am I thinking? I'm sure you guys are probably thinking of the broad street boys. No, wait. That's why I was. Yeah. 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 That's what that's exactly. I can guess a different team. Can yeah, you give me a time? I was I, definitely might, going with the Flyers. As well I was definitely going with the Flyers. I will tell you guys, and you know what? If Gump's watching this, he's going to go crazy. because you, know, you never give me any hints, but it's not the Flyers. Is it within the past 25 years? Yes. Really? East or West? East. Is it, hey, if you're, you're watching live, share the show currently. Shout out, everyone. Um, oh, wow. East Conference. Uh, yeah. Washington? Okay. Bruins. Nope. I wanted to say that. I mean, but that would almost Believe be too obvious, not, too. Carolina. Not, it was the Buffalo Sabres. Ha, what? 19, Whoa, what? The 1991-92 Buffalo Sabres had 2,713 minutes in penalties. Do you believe that? No, that makes sense now. Now that you mentioned it, the Sabres at that time, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but you know what really oh. – I'll tell you, look at – because I looked at the – you know, through the record book, and the Broad Street Bully teams aren't even close on that list. Really? Some of the eighties Flyers teams are, but the Broad Street Bullies aren't. So all that tells me is basically they had like three guys that were doing all kinds of right, rolling. right, and then the rest of them must have been like Saints. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to get in that. Yeah, I don't need to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't need to do this. <laughs> well, yeah, there's sports columns from back then saying Dave Schultz would be in jail. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It was insane. I know. I know. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Yeah. So local it was coach. Not really- yeah, there you go. Exactly. Well, I tell you, when we had Mark Coteri on talking about him, oh my God. Hey, the Prowler's clock. I like yeah, that. yeah. Dug that bad boy out. Oh my God. I, you know, we, we got to have Mark on just to, just to tell that story again about Dave Schultz and the power play. <laughs> we got the clip on our YouTube channel. And I, I tell you, you want just five minutes of entertainment. There it is, right there. <laughs> Dave Schultz coaching the power play. <laughs> Furious. Oh my God. <laughs> Old time hockey, baby. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, normally at this point in the show, we'd have gone to commercial break, but obviously without Dave the Saban. And by the way, by the way, everybody, I am picking up some studio equipment. I want the, all our listeners to know. So I'm going to try to make this a little more professional while Dave's uh, convalescing here. So hopefully next week we'll have some improvements and we'll have a mic Dude. for Gump. I was going to say, like, no, because it, does he have a smartphone? 
Gump's not operating a smartphone. <laughs> I mean, let's as not. As soon as, as, soon as I has a Motorola Razor currently. As soon no. as I was think, saying that, I was like, I go, well, that's yeah, going to work. Stop and think what we're, what, yeah, no. I'm hoping to get it like a little, you know, the interface set up there and we'll get a mic for Gump and so hopefully next week. Awesome. So, anyways, <laughs> let's move right along. Got a happy birthday, guys. Happy birthday to Thatcher Dumpko, the Woo! former Utica Comet and current Vancouver Canuck, turns 26 on Wednesday. I didn't happy think birthday. Happy birthday, six years old. Wow. He <laughs> looked good last night, though. I'll tell you. That kid's got a ton of talent, man. I'm he telling does. You. I, I, I told really everybody does. when he was here he was going to be a stud. And the biggest issue is the fact that he is part of the Vancouver Canucks organization. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, that's the, that's his downfall. I mean, the amount of nonsense that's going on. I don't know if you guys want to get into that, but the amount of nonsense. Well, it's on, on the yeah, agenda. It's, it's on the agenda, worry. I believe. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know who else I feel bad for in that organization is uh, DiPietro. Oh, my God. That, Mikey that kid stood on his head yeah. the whole time he was here. I, I don't think I've ever seen a goalie deal with more odd man rushes. I mean, it is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel so he, bad for him. Yeah, he's such a nice kid. Oh, <laughs> he came and skated. Um, when my son was still at New Hartford, him and uh, Josh Tavis came and skated with the boys. And Mikey's literally in the drills, going up and down in goalie skates, awesome. flying around. And I look at Josh and I'm going, um, he's got goalie skates on and he's just flying around. He goes, oh, yeah, he is definitely a kid. Like, he does this in practice. And I'm like, what? He goes, oh, yeah, he, he flies up and down. He's a go. He just goes. He doesn't stop. Because yeah. now like, he doesn't know stop. He's like, oh, she. Yeah. Yeah. He loves every second. He loves of it. he loves every second about hockey, and he'll take he'll just eat it up no matter what he what or what or where he does. He just does. He just goes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, man. You love that. But I just feel bad for him because he's 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 going to be another guy that's just going to be trapped in that organization. That's yeah. Obviously, now is a dumpster well, fire. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Eventually, we'll talk about that in a minute because there, <laughs> there, there's news on that front. Bruce, right? there it is. But, yeah. but first, yeah. But first, speaking of the Utica Comets. Let's talk about our comments. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, they they suffered their second loss of the season on Saturday in Bridgeport. Overtime. Uh, Overtime. Overtime. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Islanders are are seventh in the Atlantic. And, you know, on paper, of course, the comments are are the better team. But, you know, that's why you play the games. So you're not going to go. You're not. Absolutely (laughs) not. And you know what? I mean, here's the thing about the comments, in my opinion, guys. Let's let's be realistic. I mean, they didn't play their best game Saturday night. Of course, there was you know a lot of you know, and, and Bridgeport had changes too because they weren't expecting to play the best team in the league. Sure, right, right. It was right. like, oh, really? We're playing these guys now, you know? right, right. But uh, you know, even when they don't play their best, they find a way to at least get a point, and that in itself, right there, is is phenomenal. Well, you know, Scotty, it's like what you said when you went on with Rain Man. Um, every line's coming at you. You know, the, the, there's no let-up line. There's not like, oh, boy, this line's going to – let's just put them out there so our boys can get a rest. That line, every, there are four lines of go, go, go. And there's – that's perfect because it, it's great hockey to watch, and it's – we're going to be in every game. Oh, yeah. Sure. sure. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, and that's – That's the whole thing, you know. And I'll tell you, you know, we – and, again, this is something else we talked about with Rayman last night was – you know, yeah, I mean, the offense, they roll four lines. The goaltending speaks for itself. Right. It's been yeah. absolutely outstanding. But yeah. you know what? Their defense is, I, I don't want to say criminally underrated, but they certainly get overlooked. I think they're the unsung hero. There. You know, I mean, you know, you got Robbie Russo back there. That's not the biggest guy, but he will get you out of danger. He'll, he'll, he will get you out of the crease. 
Yeah. Ball. Obviously, you got Ball back there. I mean, he's you know he's basically Zidane Chara. All right. I mean, he's in, absolutely enormous. Balls out, baby. I yeah. Mean, I mean, the the defense is is great. Yeah, there's no doubt. And and you know what? If you need to move the puck, you know you got Riley Walsh. Who Riley Walsh is, moves. Yeah. He's eighth in the league amongst defensemen right now in scoring. Right. You got Nikita Hokutuk. I, I have a horrible I, time saying that name. I think there, that's as close as we're all going to go. I think so. I don't Nikita know what o. it is. Yeah. You know Nikita what? You, we got to come up with a nickname for him. We got to. Nikita O. We'll screw that up, though, too. We got to think I don't know. I, I, every time well, I see his someone name, I don't, even, I don't even try to say it. I'm like. Yeah, 82. Yep. Yeah, Nikita is okay. <laughs> 80 yuck. <laughs> Odi yuck. <laughs> is okay it, is actually really funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah is okay. Hey, yeah. Is okay over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? Which maybe is, I'll find out. Maybe I'll find out season. what the boys call him for sure. No, he's been Friday. a solid player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's the, he's been, he's look really good. They got it's that's the thing. It goes into the whole you know all all the lines. They every night it's somebody. Right. You know it doesn't matter. Right. They it's relentless and, and it gets to a point where they get so overwhelming sometimes, especially. I don't know what Deneen is saying in the locker room, but whatever he is, whatever he says in the first intermission works because they come out usually buzzing in the second <laughs> and then know, definitely in the third to a point where it looks like it's like we got six or seven guys out there. It's insane. Yeah. It doesn't even yeah. make sense. You know, the thing is, too, if you look at that lineup, right, up and down, so they're the fifth ranked or the fifth best offense in the AHL in, as far as goals scored. Sure. You look at they don't have anywhere near the top 20 as far as the individual scoring race, even though if Chase DeLeo had actually played the full uh, season so far, yeah. he would probably be in there. Mm. But if you, really, if you look at it now, they got the fifth-ranked offense goal scored. They're a middle-of-the-pack power play team. I think they're like 18th in the league or something like that. So what that's saying is they are doing incredible damage at five-on-five. Five. Yeah. And it's that's unreal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and truly, if you look at this team, I mean, we're a quarter of the way through. You know, I mean, listen, nobody wants to count any chickens before they hatch or anything like that. But you know what? The the Devils organization has really built a Utica Commons team that is built for the playoffs. For sure. For you know, sure. And, and of course, yeah. a lot can change. I mean, you know, injuries on the big club can happen. They can be call-ups, you know, things. But even that hasn't affected them. No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the, they were in the middle of the, They were in the middle of a heater with five of their best players called up the jersey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, so, just, that's what I mean. Like they just they they honestly they don't. They system just, works, man. It's, it's a system that just keeps going. Next guy up. Next guy up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jerry, you yeah. said it perfectly. The first episode or before the season started, I think you said it sounds tacky because it's the tagline, but it right. really is a new era. Like this is yeah. a new team. Yeah. It's not just new players. It's not just a new organization. The whole system is different. Yeah. And it's credit to what Scott, you were just saying. They're, you know, fifth overall in scoring. The goaltending is incredible. Defense is the unsung hero. They're getting it from everywhere. Yeah. Right. And it's perfect. And, and I mean, we've seen, we've seen them kill penalties. Yeah. They've been on five on threes, yeah. you know, a For lot. Sure. And they, that. and they kill it. Like yeah. they don't kill it. Like, Oh, we got out of it. They kill kill it the oh, other sure. team's out of kill is what it yeah. looks like after yeah, it's yeah. like wait a minute we're getting a breakaway on a five on three like yeah wait a yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, what I is mean, going on here no it, yeah. it's incredible they, even regardless of yeah it's the ahl and like weird things can happen with injuries with the big club blah blah blah. this team not i don't want to jinx them but this team not making the playoffs it would have to be the big c word oh yeah just yeah. an utter collapse there's just oh, no yeah. way i mean yeah. it's 
especially even when they lose. Like they, we lost against Bridgewater, still got a point. Yeah. yeah. This team finds yeah. a way. Yeah. They've built themselves Absolutely. enough of a little bit of a cushion to where there's going to be skids. We're going to lose games. We might lose two in a row. We might lose three. I don't think that's going to happen, but we might lose two. Mm-hmm. Right. But this team is, there's just no quit. Like I, Jerry, you're down there all the time, but like I was in the tunnel after Wednesday. Those guys are buzzing, man. They're having a blast. They have so much fun. They love playing in front of this crowd. Warm, they they warm up it. and they have so much fun warming up. Just, you know, playing trash ball down there. Yeah. And, and they're, they laugh, they joke. And, you know, it's just, there's no pressure. No. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're there loving the game. Yeah. And they play loving the game. Sure. For sure. Absolutely. And you can see it like, uh, like the whole night before the game even starts. Even when they're waiting for going out in warmups, they're out there and they're slapping each other and they're having a grand old time. And they're just, you know, then it's the game goes and it's game time. For sure. And it's Absolutely. it's awesome to see. It's awesome it to see. I, you, I don't, you didn't I don't, see it with the other with the other club. You didn't see it. No, I, I don't want to give us any credit. And by us, I mean the fans. But I that's got to help, dude. I'm telling you, like the, oh, yeah. the, the Canucks, they didn't care as much, I guess. But like after these guys who've been rotting away in bingo, playing in a, literally a bingo hall for seven hundred people for the last couple of years, to have four thousand people going nuts every day, yeah, they, dude, they gotta love it. I mean, it's it, they don't, said, they honestly don't know what to do when they come off the ice, and if right? they're giving out three stars, they yeah. don't know what to do. They like literally stop and ask, "Can we take our gloves off? Can yeah. we take our helmets off? Yeah. Like, what do we, what do we, are we allowed to do that?" And dude, I'm like, electric. You're a professional hockey player. You think you can't do that go <laughs> like, oh dude it's electric <laughs> you got, they got these do we got these guys fired up to throw pins into the stands dude? <laughs> I, know, I, know it, I know i know i know and the guys they love it the guys yeah. love it like they absolutely love doing it like it's not like oh here we go again no they love doing it they love taking the time out in the community they love taking time out for the kids they love taking time out for anything and they love it Dude, yeah, well, yeah. you guys hit the nail right on the head. I mean, when you got a, a full house, it's just going crazy. That, how do you how do you not love going out for the three stars? For sure. I mean, and, you know, ugh. and you know, we just real quick touch on the the defense we were talking about. They just got stronger because mm-hmm. New Jersey sent Colton White down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and already didn't see that No, I did. I forgot. Oh, about <laughs> it's now well, just yeah. stronger. But I will yeah. say, I do, I gotta I gotta tell you guys, I feel really bad for Samuel Laberge. You know. Yeah. Here's a guy. Now, the game against Belleville last Wednesday, right? He gets 17 penalties a minute because he, you know, he had the fight, the misconduct, the whole works. Guy was playing great the game before. He had two goals and an assist. Yeah. Next day he comes back, sticks up for his teammate battles, and then the next day they go, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're going to Adirondack." Yeah. 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 Uh, I you know. mean, I, I don't. Yeah. I. It's it sucks, but but I'll tell you what though. It's I mean, hockey, it's, if they, yeah, it is, it is. But I'll tell you, I think that we, I don't think we've seen the last of Sammy Laberge. No, no, I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back for sure. You know, so, I was thinking. I've been I've been asked by a few a uh, few people that have asked me. They're like, you know, the comments are playing great. What if New Jersey makes the playoffs? What oh. does their roster expand to? Oh no, forgot about that. Yeah, forgot about that. The Black Aces. Yikes. And I was like, I go, I think it's, is it eight? Uh, it's six to eight is yeah. what it is. So you look at six to eight of our top guys go right around the time of when we go to the playoffs. Right. What, but what? you know what, though? That that could actually, because 
a lot. Sometimes teams don't necessarily take the top players. No, the they don't. Right? Because no, they, they don't. want them playing. They don't. Right? Yes, they do. So they, you know, I mean, basically, the the, the, the Black Aces are a taxi squad more than anything else. Right. So, right. you know, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll worry about that when we, when we get there. Right. But uh, I mean, I was I was asked. I'm like, I go, you know, that's that's actually a good point because you're going to think Holtz is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got to be. They I got to be honest. Playing, though. I got to be honest with you. And this is getting way far ahead of ourselves. We're only quarter. Oh, big time. I don't big see time. the Devils making the playoffs, but that's just me. I, I mean, I don't, but I think this is the year. It's a perfect storm. Everything's going to fall together. Let me live in my bubble, man. Hey, my, my stars have aligned. I mean, <laughs> right. My, my boys in blue have went, they weren't even ranked in the seat in the preseason. And now they're going to the playoff. Jer, how, how good are we feeling right now? The Pioneers are good. Yeah. Comets are good. Yeah. The Rangers are good. Yeah. Hockey's amazing right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's I, I so just, much fun watching watch hockey. The stars are aligned. Like, yeah. this is the year for <laughs> everything to happen. Oh, That's boy. Beautiful. Well, we'll talk about the Rangers in just a minute. Uh, oh, but before yeah, we close out with the Comets, thing. just everybody, we got a revenge game tomorrow night. We're going to the Blue Cross Arena. And yeah. it was yeah. those Rochester Americans that ended our win streak. Yeah. So, revenge game tomorrow night, folks, 7 o'clock. In uh, Rochester. It's in Rochester. Okay. Pre-game is going to start at 6.30 on uh, K-Rock yep. uh, and, uh, for the radio coverage. And, of course, it'll be on TV, on AHL TV. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, we'll I be can't home wait to watch that one. Friday night. Friday night. From yeah, Friday Monsters. night. Santa, oh, another Santa Claus will be in town. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> well, I just, just watched that last night. Did you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Classic. It never gets old. <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of Santa Claus, he brought some coal to the NHL. Santa Claus, a little bit of house cleaning in the NHL. So as the Philadelphia Flyers have fired coach Ellen Vigneault and the Vancouver Canucks really went crazy and they fired their head coach, Travis Green, and general manager Jim Benning. Uh, So, guys, thoughts on the the firings and who could be next in the NHL? And both their assistants. Yes, that's right. Elaine, I'm not shocked. Um, Obviously... how is this guy convinced people he's a good hockey coach? Anyway, I don't go know. on. I, just I, don't, don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't want to. I haven't you. seen. I haven't seen much of Vancouver. Um, I mean, I kind of feel bad for Greeny, but yeah, obviously, you know, I, I feel bad for him because he was he was here. So you know, right. but I mean, but you know, going back to Philly, that one I think everybody saw coming. I mean, they're they didn't start out as well as they expected. Um, they're they're terrible. And, you know, if anybody's seen the social sites, you know, they all saw, like, what was it, Police Canine Day? Oh, my God. So, I mean, that, 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 that's right central for a face-off. Oh, oh I, I honestly looked at that and I went, <laughs> well, what else could you possibly say other than that? Yeah, I mean, I that's know. that's exactly what is going on there. So, I mean, Elaine Vigneault is not Dom, like you said. What, like, how is he – how does he keep getting rehired? Um is he going to get rehired again? Yeah. That's going to be the best thing. Probably. He? And he will. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's what happens. He'll end up in Montreal or. Did you guys see Travis Green's quote, right, as he was getting let go? So no. Vancouver had another dismal. It was the last last loss that he had. <clears throat> and you could just look at him, you know, after the, you know, in the postgame interview. And you could just tell the guys had enough, right? Yeah. And they, they, they asked him, they're like, all right, so what's going wrong here? You know what he said? He Everything. goes, well, he goes, I've got the roster to work with that I've got. 
Right. Well, Ouch. that's a shot fired. Yeah, right. pretty much. And <laughs> surprisingly enough, a couple hours later, they He's were announcing gone. that Travis Green had been fired. So, yeah. Well, uh, have you seen? Well, you know, no, go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I, I just, Jeremy, you hit it on the head. I mean, I, I feel so bad for him because, I mean, he was a great coach when he was here. And, you know, I don't think he's a bad coach at all. It's just sometimes you know, things just don't fall the way. And especially in the NHL, they have a they have a limited shelf life. Right. Yeah. I mean, whether the room stops listening or, or whatever. Um, right. But, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that Jim Benning lasted as long as he did. He lasted eight years there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's a while. That, that's yeah. It's a guy that drafted, you know, uh, Jake for above Ellers. <laughs> Yeah. Oli <laughs> Olivia above Adam Fox. Yeah. I mean, that, if you look at these drafts, it, it, they, so that's credit to what Greeny says, right? The, I have the roster I have, which draft picks, we all know the nonsense with their, their contracts they're giving out. But at the same time, it, dude, they have so many weapons on that team offensively. It, it yeah. got to a point where if you look at, if you, I don't know how much you watched, if you look at the numbers, these guys, they're not blocking as many shots. They right. look like hell. Patterson doesn't want to be there. Besser, when his head isn't in the game, is terrible. When he's on, and it's one of the best players in the league. Right. You know, so – and then we talked about Domko earlier. The kid's just rotten back there. So, I, I like Greeny, and he can – you know, he, you could say it's not all his fault, but at the same time, it, the boys just aren't winning. Boys aren't, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end of the yeah. day. I mean, if just Greeny went and Benning didn't, I would be a little more upset. Right. But Benning just had to go. Yeah. I mean, it's just – Oh, it's awful. I, it yeah. doesn't even make any sense. Like they, <sighs> Vancouver. I don't. I don't know. I don't. They. It's the, they're too far gone this year to really turn it around. And then it gets to this situation in the next couple of years. Like, what do you even? Where, like, what do you even do? You're gonna have to. Move, they have to move somebody. Yeah. There's no way. Right. Right. Yeah. No doubt about it. No. I, I know rumors are swirling around JT Miller. Uh, yeah. Shout out JT Miller. Come, I miss you. come. Come back to New York. I'll yeah, he was why. in New York, and they were like, "Oh, this guy's a top six guy. He's a top six. Yeah, actually, he yeah. is. Now yeah. he is. Yeah. I'll tell you, if I was Vancouver, that's the last one I'd be looking to trade. I mean, he, he's yeah. been a, he's been great for him. He's been their stud. He's been yeah, their no stud. doubt, no doubt. So, uh, sure. is there anybody else around the league that maybe is uh, starting to get a little warm in the seat? As far as coaches go, yeah. Drew, my buddy Drew up in Ontario says they should move Petey. Yeah, Drew, where are you moving Petey? Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. Dude, he he's so unbelievable, too. I, it's terrible. Like That guy is so good. It's He has everything. He handles the puck like uh, he's like a mini Detsuk. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Got a lethal wrist shot, too. Yeah, and he's not a big guy, but he's so strong no. with the puck. And no, I, was reading some, uh, I was reading some rumors about possibly Lindy Ruff. New Jersey, they're getting a little aggravated down there. Really, really. That's, I, of course, you know that's that's rumors, right? Are I you mean, allowed to no. get upset when you're kind of still in a rebuild? <laughs> yeah, right. but you know, right. but you know what though, I I can I can I feel for that because I'm a Kings fan, right? And, and the Kings have been in like a rebuild for like four or five years, and you you know you start stocking up all these high draft picks. I mean, we see what they're doing in Utica; they're fantastic. Yeah, right. For and sure. it's the same thing with the Kings, right? Because Ontario, the Ontario Reign, where their AHL affiliate are doing fantastic as well. And yet the big club is, you know, floundering and it's yeah. like, what's going on here? Why, you know, I mean, it's so it's aggravation more well, than anything else. I but. mean, think of, I mean, it's going to be sad and I don't even want to think about it. Would Deneen be given a shot? That's what I was just going to say. That's what Ooh, I was just going to say. That, I mean, I don't, I hope it doesn't happen. No. And I, and honestly, you know, would it make sense for, I don't know right now. I mean, I mean, it's the same systems. It so. is. It is. Um, 
you know, that would be, well, you know what? You know, then, yeah, could you imagine that? Deneen gets brought up and we get Vino. Um, no. <laughs> no, bring <laughs> back, bring back, Tra- bring back Green. Travis Green, there you go, right? I'd take Torch I would take Torch over Vino. Are you kidding me? <laughs> And I can't deal I with that. I just wanted to see what's on your guys' faces. That's all I wanted to see. Change of scenery might be good for. I agree with that, Drew. We're talking about Patterson and change of scenery. I yeah, hundred percent. No disrespect to Vancouver. I, who, why do you want to play in Vancouver? Oh, I heard it's a beautiful city. It yeah, beautiful but city. I, I don't want to play there. Do it. They, you, they, you don't win. They're gonna riot. You know yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. I don't want to yeah. deal with that type of pressure. I ain't got a yeah. time for that. And I'm sorry, I can say this because the comments aren't here. Anymore. They're not the comments anymore. That logo is dumb. <laughs> which one? Stupid logo. Wait, which one? The, all the, all the rink in the yeah. stick. I, I understand the there's whale, like meaning to the whale. I get it, but it has nothing to do with the name, so it just doesn't mean anything. No. I always love the flying skate plate. The spaghetti plate? I love that. I love it. They should bring that back. If they yeah. brought that back, people that would more want to play. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Exactly. And I don't like the color. I'm not a fan of the colors. Sorry, everybody who loves it. I don't like there. the old colors either. Really? I, no, I, I like, like the, those the better. black copper and uh I love red, things that are so orange. bad that they're good. I love that. Yeah. So you Bring like the old the like, flying V sweaters? You, oh, yes. there. They didn't even look like high. Those were just like I know. They were just, just like gym clothes you could buy at Kmart. That's what, even, that's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Gym uh, clothes you could buy at Kmart. They weren't even. I don't yeah. know. They, they, they torch should go back there. Sign torch or oh, talk. Yeah, talk would be please. a good fit there. Talk it. Yeah. I'm Ooh, sure. He, I know. I know he's doing his thing, but he would love to. Having our shop. Speaking of, did you guys? Um, yeah, he's having I, too much fun with Biz on TNT. Well, speaking of Biz, I think Biz was actually talking about it on Chicklets. But did you hear the story he told about Sid the other day? No. Sid is just so unbelievable. You like, you know, hockey players are just like so superstitious. Yeah. So yeah. I don't forgot what year he said it was, but he said he bought like an eighteen hundred dollar blue suit, beautiful, brand new. Sid pulls him aside. and goes, "Hey, listen, I know you spent a lot of money on that suit." But we're zero and two right now to start the series. I'm going to need you to put that in your closet and never wear it again. <laughs> so <spin> his <laughs> closet hasn't worn it since. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That is great. Yeah, that uh, is you're great. not going to wear this. Yeah, oh, you okay. just can't. Yeah. Right, could you sorry. imagine him? Could you imagine Sid just doing that for anything else? Like, know, hey, right. listen. Uh, I know you just got married, but uh, you but, know we're on a stinker, so I'm going to yeah. need you to get her out of the house. Yeah, you gotta get rid of that ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Legendary. Well, guys, let's close this out by talking about your favorite topics, the Rangers. Think are you we guys just right dodged now? this? Yes, we are. We're on right now. Are you? All right. Well, yeah. we'll make this quick. No, take your time. Because we're, we're going yeah, we're we're to lose you guys. So it's a. Uh, yeah, they're playing Chicago. the Blackhawks. Let's Chicago. slow down. Yeah. Wait, did you know that tonight could be Panarin's 500th point against really? his original team he was drafted against? Wow. Drafted they're down uh, 2 I hope 1. So, first I got him on my fantasy team. So Of course, they're down 2 1. Does he get fantasy points for the kick? I <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but you know it does lead me into my point though that uh you guys dodged a bullet with the uh the igor shesterkin injury uh yeah. first they thought that was curtains and it turns out it's not as bad you know as they thought anyways rumor mill has it going around that the uh the rangers are looking for a top six forward however with this uh injury to shesterkin kind of sheds a little bit of light on things because uh, I know, and I don't follow the Rangers as closely as you guys do, but for whatever reason, you know, nobody seems to like Alexander Georgiev anymore. So I wonder why. What do you guys think is a bigger priority for the Rangers? To get a top six forward or to improve the backup situation to Shesterkin? 
I would say improve the backup. Really? Yeah. I think the backup's already settled. Yeah. Well, we got Keith Kincaid, baby. Kincaid. Oh boy. Or Huska. I don't care either one. He's that's the thing. Like, I mean, you're right. You are right. I mean, we. I mean, we could start mittens. I mean, if we had mittens in the organization, I'd want him over Gorgiev. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like for sure. I, I just. He's. I mean, does he have to go? Yes. It, is it? Is it going to be a big deal for who comes up? No, because you know Kincaid is obviously he's older, but he's he's a wild oil machine, and right. That's because let's just. I mean, he's there. He loves I mean, he, it. He loves like, it. Yeah, he loves yeah. it. So, I mean, I, top six forward. I don't know because like, now you're looking at who's going to come in. Right. Is it going to be a cancer? Right. Is it going to mix? You know, I mean, you don't want to mess too much up just because, I mean, you know, you still have guys down in the system that could come up and play. Right. And how do we, if, how do we afford it? Yes. If you make that move, you're going for it. Yeah. Because we can't, there's not a lot of space. Because apparently, apparently we're going to have to extend Ryan Strom for some reason. I tried to give the guy away for three straight years. Now he's one of the best players in hockey. Yeah. Here's the other thing. We got to dump like, what are we going to do with Kako? You're going to have to bridge him. And, I mean, and he's going to have to take it. He's going to have to take it. And but, I mean, let's just face it, because he's not good. He's not right. He's getting, he's, you know, he's definitely getting coming. There. He's getting better. The issue with Strom, too, is like you kind of have to have a conversation because he's, he's got such an upper hand where if you want to extend him, he's like, yeah, you guys literally tried to give me away and you told everybody for three years. I yeah. Know, right? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Jeff Gordon came out. I was like, yeah, we've literally done everything we can to trade Brian Strom this week and it just hasn't happened. Yes. Yes. But Here's the thing, though. You also you kind of got to say, listen, Stromer, like, I don't want to be that guy, and there's no statistic or analytic to back this up, but we can't give you the kind of money that you deserve playing with our Temi Panarin when you won't get it not playing with our Temi Panarin. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, like, that's a good point. Even myself, like, I said the same thing when they signed Ryan Nugent Hopkins, that huge deal in Edmonton. I would knock in 30 points a year playing with on that line. Right. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Easy. So <sighs> that's the issue. Where do you put them? Like, yeah. there's – what do you oh, I, I don't it. know what to do? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. And for some reason, Libor Hayek is a ranger still. So there's that. I, I, there's the other problem. Yeah. <laughs> and so is Vitaly Kretsov. I would love to get something for him. Breaking. Spets is suspended six games. Drew coming in big. For what? Yeah. For that embellishment crap the other night? Oh, oh the, the brawl. And <laughs> Did you see that? Brawl. That was oh. awesome. Takes that a slash, great. falls down, yeah. grabs the other wrist. Yeah. 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 I know. Veteran yeah. move right there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, unbelievable! Man. I literally Coach stopped and about that, one. that. I was like, "Wait a minute! Am I literally watching this? Like these two teams don't do this. What is going on?" Yeah, a lot of bad blood there all of a sudden. Yeah, Josh says, "Awesome show, stunning about Bobby the Brain Heenan gets better every time you hear him." Absolutely, I know. Yeah, I, I still can't get over that intensity no. personified. Exactly, Coach Gary Gas Pedal Heenan. I love. Oh my I, god! You know, and now you know what have just topped it off if he started calling everybody like the humanoids. Or something that would oh have been great. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to, to uh, ask him. Yeah, yeah I like, forgot. I forgot to ask coach if he likes if he liked the herd the other night in the in, in section one hundred three. Oh, those guys were rowdy. <laughs> oh, I know. I was sitting with them. They were sitting in my section. I, I love. They came down. I was like, I go look at this. I don't have to do anything. I'm not going to get yelled at. I don't have to yell. I can just say something, and then all of a sudden, a chant a chant emerges. I don't know. I didn't do anything. All right. 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 Oh man, beautiful, beautiful. But no, with Scott, roundabout back, 
the issue for me is more or less kind of what what I don't remember which one you said it. More, it doesn't even matter who you bring in if you bring in anyway. Right. The, the locker room cancer issue is what scares yes, me. That's what because yeah. the Rangers right now, all bias aside, I know I'm a Rangers fan, blah blah blah, but that team is buzzing right now. Yeah, they're having the, fun. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is bring in a guy that's gonna that's gonna ruin that vibe. Mm-hmm. And you know who worries me to potentially ruin that vibe right now is is Georgiev. Honestly, he's because wow. the difference between him and Kincaid being the backup, you know, Shesty's gonna play. Right. 90% of the games. Right. Gorgie was like, oh, I got to play more. I'm better when I play more, blah, 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 which is true. He's better when he plays more. But Kincaid's like, listen, I'm playing once a week, boys. Let's try to steal one real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's the let's, difference. Let's, get, let's give Shesty our break here. I'm, yeah, I'm in, boys. Here we go. Yeah, that's the difference. And <laughs> to go. me, that's what, you know, could make or break an entire season. You yeah. know, like this league right now, especially with the way some of the cores are kind of aging, all you got to do is make the playoffs. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. Minnesota yeah. is a legitimate contender for the cup this year. Like, That's right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Look at the flames. Oh. Yeah. Now, the, the Calgary <laughs> yeah. flames. Now the you know, goaltending is unbelievable. Everybody <laughs> wrote Daryl Sutter off, right? He's too old school. The players won't listen to him anymore. They're not listening to the old style coaches. Well, they're the best defensive team in the league. Mm-hmm. Markstrom's playing out of his mind. Unbelievable. Right. Worth every dollar. They're yeah. now they're legit. So it, the NHL, you just never know. So that's why, like, preseason predictions are ridiculous. Yeah, Don't even right. bother with them. Right? Look at their backup. Dan Vladar. I mean, I, Dan Vladar's got three shutouts. Who's that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Nobody I mean, knows who that goalie is. I mean, I thought the Islanders were going to go all the way. Look at them now. Stink yeah. fest. Have Damn. they won in their building yet? No. No. They you, still you, have not won in their building. No. Do you know? I, I know they won't. And probably even by the end of the year, they'll come back and be pests. Because you know this is not yeah. – This is not. they're going to be annoying next year. They'll beat us in – could you or imagine they'll, if, they'll if us. Lou freaks out and overreacts and they fired Trotsy? Oh, my God. Buried. That's buried. That's the end of it, Isles fans. It's over. Right? Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Arguably one of the best coaches in the league, if not the best. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Anybody else but Lou Lamarillo, I would say, yeah, maybe that's a possibility. Lamarillo is not going to do that. I can't stand the Isles. Neither can I. <laughs> yeah, that, team, that team. I wonder can't. why. Shout out to you, cats. That team stinks. It's a lot of fourth got, liners and AHLers. I got a father on my son's team that's an is an Isles fan, fan and uh, I think we were out. I think we were in Niagara Falls, and I was like, "I go, oh yeah, your building's opening up tonight. I hope they lose." Sure enough, they haven't won a game since. So that's why I asked. I'm like, "They won a game yet?" I was like, "So, how much does this guy hate you now?" Um, he, he doesn't actually, you know, he's a good guy. He's a good guy, but he is, he's an Islander. So, I mean, he, he likes his Islanders, but <sighs> well, yeah. you know, this is what happens. You know, this is a lesson to all you fantasy, uh, team managers is when you only have one offensive weapon, you tend to not win a lot of games. Yeah. So. Well, you know, the thing is with the Islanders, I mean, obviously their calling card has always been their defense, right? Sure. Their defensive scheme. They've never been able to score. That's, you know, that's, this is not a surprise. Right. The problem with the Islanders is they don't have enough game breakers on their team so that when you do start having a little bit of leaks in the defense and things aren't going your way, they can't cover that up. Oh, what, Char is now what, 55? Yeah, I mean, that, and that's, that's the other part of the thing. I, there, there's nothing wrong with having a veteran team, but right. you got to have some – they're slow right now. Yeah. I hate to say it, but, I mean, that's – They're nothing like what they were last year. No. Yeah, the the oh. game plan the last two years was score two goals and then shut them down the rest. Of the right. Game. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's and Trotz is such a great like. That's why I like I make the joke that there are a bunch of fourth liners in AHL. Like it doesn't matter who's on the team. That system is unbelievable. Yeah. Like it just works. But it's just not like you said. They're slow. 
They yeah. don't score a ton of goals. I mean, everybody Anders Lee is supposed to be the return of the the you know the prodigal yeah, son. Or yeah, okay. he hasn't been the no. same since he came back. No, no, he has Which is so sad because that dude's got the sickest quads yeah. ever. It right. doesn't make sense. You see him, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I you know. I don't but know. here's the thing, though, too, and it's just, and again, it's it's life in the NHL, right? But as terrible as they are right now, you could also turn around and have like an eight or nine game winning streak. Yeah, and it, it turns, turns around, turns turn your whole. So saying they're going to be annoying never, by the end of the year. I just, yeah. for, you know what? I got to tell you guys something. I have a very hard time believing that, despite the faults and despite the warts, that the New York Islanders are this bad. I don't believe yeah. it. I gotta agree with that. Yeah. So because it's I, not it's not normal for them to do this. No, they're perfectly fine last year. Like they haven't changed much. Right. I mean, they lost Jordan Eberle. Big deal. Okay. Yeah. Right. Big, yeah. Big deal. Right. They didn't. They didn't lose like Maddie Barzell. <laughs> exactly. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. But, well, guys, this has been a, a lot of fun. This is. I tell you, this this has been the the most revealing show we've ever had. We found out yeah. that coaching is related. I, I got to keep going back to that because I'm. I'm I, still, I can't. I'm going to be talking about this all night. So I can't, I can't believe it. It's awesome. We've, we've interviewed Bobby the Brain Heenan's uh, nephew. This I would love great. him to go just full heel on, I on know. commentary with Jason. <laughs> just full heel. Oh, it'd be amazing. And like against the comments would be even funnier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Look at Ball, that coward. <laughs> what amazing. a ham and egger out there. This is ridiculous. Yeah, ham and egger. All that. Throw that out. I'll be oh, awesome. Boy. Yeah, so guys, next week, like I was telling you, I'm getting some uh, studio equipment and all that, so I'm hoping to be able to incorporate some music back into the show and all that. Sweet. Next week, we have got – we're going to be on Wednesday next week, by the way, looking at 7.30. Uh, we got Neil Villapiano coming back from the Devil State of Mind podcast. This guy is so much fun. He's a great dude. Uh, we're going to talk about those devils, and he also likes to talk about the Comets and mm-hmm. pretty much any anything and everything sports. So, uh, so Neil's going to join us next week. Uh, you see it scrolling across the ticker down there at the bottom, martysillegalstick.com. We've got uh, articles up there, new articles every day about uh, the comments and the, uh, the Utica College Pioneers. So check it out if you get a chance. Tomorrow I'm going to be putting out an article looking inside the numbers of the first quarter of the season for the Utica Comets. I'm sure you'll be quite uh, you'll be quite happy to see some of those numbers. It's going to be I pretty bet. cool. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Let's just yeah, put it I that bet. way. I bet. Uh, you can uh, find us on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe to us on our YouTube channel now. We got that YouTube channel going. Uh, you can find it, Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast on YouTube. And you can also subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms. If you want to hear us, go on and carry on at any time you want. So for Coach Gary Heenan coming on, we thank you once again. For Dom Real, for Jeremy Roberts, I'm Scott Kinville. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>